Podcast, my friends. As promised, today I'm going to go into exactly how I was previously misled by the phrase, be your own best health advocate, because I have a feeling that I am not the only one who thought like this. If you're thinking to yourself that this seems pretty obvious, how you should be your own best health health advocate, I hope you'll keep listening with an open mind because I used to think it was pretty obvious too, but it goes a lot deeper than you probably initially think. But who am I? I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizstudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 25 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. Nothing should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. Okay, so there's this phrase, be your own best health advocate. To me, I feel like this is a term that I started to commonly hear around 2015 and the years after that. Now, whether you personally feel like you hear it or not frequently or infrequently, that's really going to depend on the types of media that you regularly expose yourself to and what kind of content you consume, who you follow on social media and things like that. But this, whether even if you don't hear it, this phrase is commonly thrown around if you follow health types of accounts or uh, websites and things like that. And It also might matter which podcasts you listen to. I've been a really heavy podcast listener myself since around 2014, and there was one podcast in particular who I began to listen to very loyally a few years ago, and I have since happened to outgrow this podcast. But the host of that show used to say this phrase a lot, like every episode. And I was always listening to this certain show around the time like before and during my scariest days of all of my health scares with autoimmune stuff. She was always saying, you got to learn how to be your own best health advocate. And she had a co-host sometimes too, who would always say it. Now, in the beginning of when I noticed I was hearing this phrase a lot, uh, to give you some kind of context of where I was in life. I was still working at a corporate job. I was trying to figure out how to make fit fizz into more of a real business. I was still seeing regular doctors because that's what my insurance covered. And so even though I would have loved to see a functional medicine doctor, I mistakenly thought I didn't have that choice. I was very wrong about that. Uh, But also at that time, my hypothyroidism was getting worse, But I didn't exactly know that it was my hypothyroidism making me feel worse. I knew I felt worse, but I didn't understand why. I didn't see the connection. And I didn't realize it at that time. But looking back, I can see how I was exactly on track for what happens to many, many, many Hashimoto's patients, which generally looks like the following type of timeline. Patient is diagnosed with hypothyroidism patient is put on popular synthetic thyroid drug called levothyroxine. 
patient never feels better, but over the course of the next eight to 10 years or so, the patient keeps taking the medication prescribed by the trusted doctor and the doctor keeps gaslighting the patient saying, well, your labs look normal. Maybe you're just a little depressed. And uh, by the way, your cholesterol is a little high, so maybe you should try eating more salads. And then the next step in the timeline, roughly 10 years after the initial diagnosis, the patient typically seeks out other treatment out of pure desperation to feel better because they wake up and realize the regular doctor they've been seeing has not helped them in 10 whole years. So out of desperation, they find natural solutions or they realize somehow, like I did, that functional medicine can do wonders for their health. And uh, then that patient, 10 years after the initial diagnosis, this kind of stuff typically happens. And then they find out they do have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Thousands and thousands and tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of women have this same experience. That was my experience as well. It's so common. I'm in some Facebook groups with thousands and thousands of women with very similar stories. So were we our best, our own best health advocate, advocates? Absolutely not. But we didn't know any better because we were taught to trust doctors. And I'm going to elaborate on that. Now, I'm not saying anyone should place blame on themselves if they have not been their own best health advocate. But the whole reason for this episode is to hopefully help you see things in a new way. I say that a lot, don't I? I'm halfway through the episode and I'm always like, the whole reason for this episode is to help see, help you see things differently. But it's true. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm here because I love you. I want to help you. I don't want people to suffer for years like I did unnecessarily when I was not my own best health health advocate. I thought I was, but I absolutely was not. So stick with me. I want, I really, really hope that I can help somebody to wake up and see things differently because this is so, so important to taking back your health if you feel, if you're struggling in some kind of way. Um, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you've also frequently heard me say things like, we're taught to trust regular doctors. And that I strongly, strongly recommend that everyone works with some kind of functional medicine doctor or integrative doctor for anything related to autoimmune conditions, migraines, chronic pain of any kind, chronic illness, any kind of chronic infections, or anything that you've been struggling with for years and you feel like you simply cannot get answers from regular doctors or even specialists. If your doctor has sent you to specialist after specialist after specialist and you still are not getting answers and you're still in pain, it is time. It is far past time to trust functional medicine to help you get to the root cause of the issue. I cannot stress this enough. Um, like I was saying, especially if you find that you're just not getting answers from your general practitioner and you keep going back, you can't expect a different result. Um, and, and like I was saying, same thing with specialists. Um, they are trained to give you a drug to cover up a symptom, to make whatever your complaint is disappear. And it's not fixing anything. And most likely over the years, it's only going to, your health problems are only going to multiply or become compounded from whatever that initial drug was. That's what happened with me. That's what happens with thousands, thousands, probably millions of people. And if you can't relate, I'm sure you care about someone who struggles in this type of way. So here it comes. Here's the real 
meat and potatoes of this episode. When someone says, you've got to be your own best health advocate, have you ever stopped to really think about what that exactly means? I had to hear it probably a few hundred times before I was like, what? Why does she keep saying this? And like really have the kind of light bulb moment that I needed to realize I was never my own best health advocate until my health was in a very, very bad place. I used to think that being your own best health advocate meant I trust my doctor. And if he says anything that sounds irrational, I'm not going to do it. If I'm ever diagnosed with cancer, I'll get a second opinion because my insurance covers that. And that's what it means to be my own best health advocate. That's not right. Or maybe you're a caregiver for someone and or you go to the doctor with a friend as they're trying to wrap their head around some kind of new diagnosis and you, you know, you go along for moral support, but also to be there to take in all the information about this new diagnosis. And you ask if there are any common side effects for a new medication that they're being prescribed. I think a lot of people would say that this is their definition of being their own best health advocate, but that's not it either. It's not. It's relying on someone else to fix you. And that is not being your own best health advocate. I don't think that those things that I just listed, those examples Those are not being proactive. That is not being your own best health advocate because you're not actively taking part. You're handing over responsibility to somebody that you were told you should trust. And this is why I don't commonly use the phrase, be your own best, uh, best health advocate, aside from this episode. So those examples that I gave are what I thought it meant when that particular podcaster that I used to listen to would frequently say it. I thought I was checking off the box like, yep, I am my own best health advocate because my doctor tells me to take 15 Advils along with this new drug for my migraines. I will tell him that I need to try something new if I end up hallucinating. And that's how I am my own best health advocate. This might be a harsh truth for some of you. And if it is, that's why I need you to keep listening. But these are not examples of being your own best health advocate. I'm going to tell you what actually is being your own best health advocate in a minute. But I want to give you another real life example. Now, I can't remember which episode it was, but one of my early episodes, I talked about how I used to have migraines like five or six days a week. And I eventually figured out that I was getting them from the Diet Coke that I was drinking every single day. And I was drinking a lot of it. Um, Long before I figured that out, though, I was going to all of these doctor's appointments, regular doctors, not functional medicine. I was having scans on my brain. They were testing my blood, checking my vitamin levels for everything. I found out a lot of other things that were wrong with me. Like I found out that um, my breathing, like my airways through my nose, I was only able to breathe in the way my skull was set up. I was only able to breathe in about 30% of the air that normal people can breathe in. And, um, you know, that's something that a regular doctor can help with because it's the, it had to do with getting surgery to open that up. Um, and so, you know, I had surgery on my sinuses, my turbinates and my septum for all of that. And I was going through all of this testing and I found out along the way that that's when I found out I was hypothyroid. So some good things came from it. But along this like I don't know, one year, maybe 18 month time span when I was 
I was trying to figure out what was causing my migraines and I was still going to regular doctors because I did not know how to be my own best health advocate. My doctors also had me experiment with taking some migraine medications and every single one of these prescription migraine drugs had warnings like, do not drive if you take this medication. So they were no good to me because on the days when I would have needed it, I still had to be able to go to work. Plus even small doses made me feel like I was drunk and hung over even the next day. So I, you know, I tested a couple of them, but I was like, no, this isn't for me. I can't deal with all of this. Um, so I, you know, I never tried any of them more than once, but it was in this desperation to find relief from migraine pain after doctors couldn't help me that I unknowingly started to become my own best health advocate by taking full responsibility of my pain into my own hands. And by doing, what I mean by that is I was questioning whether there was something I was eating that was giving me this inflammatory reaction. And it was, it was the something in the Diet Coke, which is not surprising at all, right? Because, you know, now we know it's just, you know, it's full of all kinds of junk. But especially given what I know now, it's not surprising. But going to doctors, putting my full trust in them and expecting that they could fix my pain. That was not being my own best health advocate. Now, believe me, I get it. If you have some kind of serious health matter happening, especially if, it, if you're in it and it's happening to you and you're in pain, you can't think straight. You just want to be able to make an appointment, show up, surrender to the doctor and be like, fix me and just be like, oh my gosh, thank God I'm better. But again, regular doctors are great if you're bleeding, if you have a broken bone, if you need surgery, if you have an acute illness, like the flu, not chronic illness, but acute illness. But general basic doctors, and like I said, even specialists who they might refer you to are not ever going to fix a health issue the way that functional medicine doctors can. I cannot emphasize this enough. I can never tell if I'm getting too preachy about this over and over on too many episodes or not, but since there are always new listeners, or maybe you just need to hear it one more time, Regular doctors never ever have a vested interest, nor are they trained to get to the root cause of a health problem. They are trained to prescribe a drug to make the outward symptom that you made the appointment for disappear. This is a fact, no matter how you slice it. Now, the way I see it, there are two massively significant ways to be your own best health advocate in the true sense of what that means. And those are, here are the two reasons of actually being, two ways that you can actually be your own best health advocate. Number one, work with a functional medicine doctor. Number two, see what you can do about finding the root cause of the problem on your own and taking responsibility for it instead of throwing responsibility into your doctor's lap. Again, anything else. I'm sorry if I'm coming across across harsh, but I see no point in sugarcoating it. It is not actually being your own best health advocate. If you stay in pain, stay having health issues, stay going to regular doctors and wondering why they can't fix you. 
that's not being your own best, best health advocate. Why? Because you're not being proactive in your own health. You're letting, you're giving full, you're hoping that the doctor is going to be the proactive one and you're giving them full trust. But the way I see it, if you're suffering from chronic pain or an autoimmune condition, and you're not even being proactive enough to find a functional medicine doctor, it's kind of like this. Okay, I got a great big analogy for you. <laughs> I hope this comes across the way I intend it to. Imagine your house is a mess. This messy house represents your poor health of some kind, whether it's headaches, eczema, sudden unexplained weight gain or food allergies. Okay, that's your messy house. And instead of hiring a housekeeper, which would be a functional medicine doctor, or cleaning it yourself, you give your 10-year-old neighbor a house key and you say, clean up this mess. I'll be back in 30 minutes. And you come home. The mess is still there. All they did was eat your food. That's like a regular doctor giving you a prescription to mask the pain. The problem is still there. Or maybe the 10-year-old just took the mess and like shoved it in all the cabinets. The mess is still there. It's not cleaned up. That's like going to a regular doctor. And you're going to be surprised that the house isn't clean? That your pain's not gone? Why? Why is it surprising? Is it surprising because you found an ad in your neighborhood Facebook group that said this 10-year-old was great and they'd clean your house right up? Just like we're taught to put our full faith in regular general practitioners and expect them to fix things that they're not truly even trained to fix. Again, they're only trained to mask the problem. Basically, I mean, to put things super bluntly, it's like they're, they're trained to give you a prescription to kind of mask, like put a Band-Aid over the pain to kind of make you shut up, but then eventually you're going to have to come back again. And yes, this example might be a little bit overboard, but I hope you're paying attention to the point. <laughs> the point is that leaving a 10-year-old and expecting them to clean the house in 30 minutes, that's not proactive if you really want your house cleaned. And knowing what I know now, what it really means to be your own best health advocate is you have to be proactive, as in hiring a housekeeper or doing it yourself, not leaving to someone, leaving it to someone who's completely not trained to fix the problem. And I'm not saying that you should show up at your doctor saying, well, I Googled this and here's what I found out. Don't do that either, because we all know that they hate that. And I don't mean that either. So you're listening to this show and hopefully you subscribe and you listen every week. And that's a good start for being proactive. But if you're struggling with some kind of health issue that seems to have no real answers, I want you to start taking more responsibility for it, not continuing to go see the same doctor that hasn't fixed you, not letting them send you to another specialist, but being proactive. Stop putting full faith in doctors. It's lovely to believe that they have all the answers, but can you think of any occasion? I mean, any occasion. Think of whether it's you, someone you love, a friend, where they went to a regular doctor and the problem was fixed. I mean, fixed. Not covered up with a drug, but fixed. I can't think of an example ever. So unless, you know, like I said, unless you're like bleeding or you need surgery or you've got a broken bone or you have a cold or something like that, but not a real health problem. So let's take the example of also me as a child. 
I had many ear infections that I missed. So many of that I missed over half the days of first grade. My parents were super loving and caring. And they were always taking me to the doctor. And but knowing what I know now, I can say with 90% confidence that my frequency of ear infections as a child was a combination of one, vaccine injury. I know that's controversial, but I'm saying it. And two, gluten sensitivity. Now, I put no fault on them because they did their absolute best that they could, especially back then when we didn't have the internet and access, easy access to all kinds of information. But those, those ear infections also happened to me as, as an adult pretty frequently for adults. Like we don't really think of adults getting ear infections that often, but I did quite often. And I will tell you this, I have still had a lot of them as an adult and I've had so many that I've had a few occasions where I've gone to the doctor, they take the little, I don't know what it's called, that, that little instrument that they look in your ear with and they have actually, more than one occasion, the doctors have looked in my ear and actually jumped back <laughs> an alarm saying, oh my gosh, have you had a lot of ear infections? And I always say yes, because they're so alarmed at the, the level of scarring that's inside my ears. So I tell them yes. And, you know, even though I've had a lot of ear infections as an adult, ever since I removed inflammatory foods like grains, gluten, and sugar, most sugar from my diet over the last three years, I have not had any ear infections. Whereas before, Anytime I got a cold, anything like that, boom, ear infection would always go along with it, even as an adult. Now, I'm sure someone out there is rolling their eyes because there are still so many people who think that gluten sensitivity isn't real and they think that it's impossible for anyone to be vaccine injured. But before anyone jumps to the, the conclusion that I'm anti-vax, I will tell you that I think vaccines have their place, but it depends on the person's genes and their predisposition to other factors, whether they end up having a vaccine injury or not. I don't fault anyone on their views either way. I know this is a very uh, deep and controversial subject. So anyway, let me get back on track. But <laughs> being your own best health advocate, it means being proactive. Think of it like how you would handle things if doctors didn't exist. And I didn't truly become proactive and I didn't become my own best health advocate until I really I didn't have the option to go to a doctor because I lost my job and I had no money. So I couldn't even pay out of pocket. I certainly didn't have insurance. I didn't even qualify for insurance thanks to this horrible president who hopefully will not be in office much longer. But I really was not my own best health advocate until I was forced to act like doctors didn't exist. And you know what? Once I did that, I was able to, it was very hard and it took a while and it wasn't easy, but that is when I made myself feel better than doctors ever did over the course of 10 entire years. And if I did it, you can do it too. There is so much that we can do on our own to reverse symptoms of autoimmune disease and chronic pain and digestive issues and food sensitivities. And I think a lot of times we don't give our intelligence, you're intelligent, we don't give our intelligence enough credit or we just want to be out of pain so desperately that we just embrace this attitude like, hey, doctor, give me that drug now. Hand over our full trust that they hands down absolutely know what's best for you 100% of the time. But this is so unfortunate. 
And I truly hope that someone listening is having a light bulb moment like I did in early 2017, when something finally clicked in my brain, where I heard the phrase, be your own best health advocate for probably the 2000th time. And I was finally to myself, I was like, wow, Cal, you are really not being your own best health advocate. By being mad at these doctors and specialist after specialist who have not helped your thyroid or your fatigue in the last 10 whole years. Even though I I was in the most pain I had ever been in in my entire life, my health was so bad I could barely stand for more than a few minutes at a time. And I mean that very literally. It took being that at that kind of a rock bottom for me to realize I had never been my own best health advocate. And that's exactly why I was in that terrible, that, that terrible state of health, because I trusted doctors who weren't even trained to help me. And it seems so ridiculous in hindsight, but I, I know that a lot of people have not made this transition in their head into harnessing the true power of being their own best health advocate in this way. And I never had anyone even attempt to steer me in this direction. No one ever sat me down and was like, no, Kel, I don't think you get it. There's regular doctors who are never going to fix you and you're going to keep seeing them forever. And you're probably going to even have more health issues if you keep seeing them. And then there's functional medicine. I never had anyone do that for me until I had already figured it out. Then I had a couple friends say, well, yeah, I've seen functional medicine doctors forever and I haven't been sick in 25 years. Or they, you know, completely fixed my Lyme disease or they completely fixed, you know, this and that. So I'm just, I'm so passionate about this because I can't just go around in public telling my friends and family and, you know, people on social media, I can't just go around telling people what to do. It's always a touchy subject to tell someone in real life what to do with their health, right? And you can't just be like, hey, I think your doctor isn't helping. So why don't you try this over here? It's it's just a touchy thing. You People don't just go around saying that. And um I know when I was in it, I wouldn't want to hear that from anybody either because I'd be like, what do you know about my health? You don't know what's going on. I'm going to listen to these doctors, (laughs) right? And so that's part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast too, in hopes that you will listen and I can help you realize the power of the options that you do have, even if it was never on your radar before. And that's why I always say to share this podcast with someone who crossed your mind while you were listening, because if it feels too invasive for you to tell a loved one, hey, I think you should find a new doctor, because you know, it might just stress them out, or you know, they might get an attitude with you, you can, you can meet them where they are mentally by saying, hey, I was listening to this podcast. And I really liked what she had to say. And I think you might like it too. So here's the link. Why don't you just listen? Let me know what you think. Let's talk about it. This is how you can start to leave little breadcrumbs for someone who hasn't quite seen the light yet of knowing that they have a lot of power in their own health by finding a functional medicine doctor who will get to the root cause and actually fix the problems, not just mask them with a drug, or by working with a health coach like me to actually find the root cause and get relief in that kind of a way. It can be life changing and so empowering. That's why I get so riled up about this stuff. Now you can set up a one on one session with me. 
I can help you make a plan for whatever you're dealing with health-wise, or I can help you find a functional medicine doctor near you. Um, You can contact me on social media. You can join my Facebook group. Just search for the Fit Fizz Raw Energy Oasis. I've got all kinds of resources in there that you can look at at your leisure. Or you can also email me, kelly at fitfizzstudio.com to set up a one-on-one appointment and I can help you set up a roadmap, make a plan for what is smartest for your individual situation. Go to fitfizstudio.com slash coaching. Now, I hope this made you feel empowered and inspired to take control over your health options like you never have before, rather than dumping them in a doctor's lap and hoping for the best, which unfortunately usually ends up in disappointment. So be your own best health advocate by being in charge And speaking of being in charge, I'm also going to do an episode really soon on medical gaslighting. This is something that happens a lot when your doctor does say things like, well, your labs look normal. Maybe you're just depressed. That's medical gaslighting. And I'm going to explain why really soon on an episode. This is a huge problem that so many people encounter. But it also happens because most people have not yet learned how to be their own best health advocate. So another episode on that very soon. Set up an appointment with me. Think of me as your health concierge. If you're feeling lost about supplements, nutrition, fitness, meal planning, food sensitivities, digestive problems, let's talk about it. I have so many resources and a ton of knowledge to give you a great sense of direction of what is best to do next. It will enable you to be your own best health advocate and take back your power. Thank you for listening. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.